You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. Happy Friday at 6.46 on March 12th, where... Oh yeah, yours truly is totally going back to bed for an hour or two after this uh, publication, broadcast, podcast after this. But uh, that's because I wanted to soften up a little bit. Reports reached me yesterday of the fact it was definitely hard packed and firm in the morning, but we are due a little bit of sunshine later on. Well, and some other things. Let's get you started, shall we? And get you set up for a weekend of success on the hill. Starting with the fact that uh, one of my favorite ski outs, Cat Skinner to Slingshot to Lower Gear Jammer, is one of the runs, one of 61 runs of the day on Blackcomb today, along with Dargio out in Symphony and Upper Dave Murray downhill to Tokum, and then to Garbo, keeping direction, as you can tell there, away from the base area. We're all missing having Lower Peter Creek and Lower Francis Groomed, aren't we? I know, I know. The snow stake isn't showing any new snow overnight. That's zero centimeters in the past 48 hours, unless you really count Wednesday. Wednesday, there was definitely 10 in spots. But uh, anyway, zero in the past 48 hours. You've got a bait step of 276 on Whistler and just over 200 centimeters, aka two meters on Blackcomb. Well, having a look at the webcams for you this morning, you've got quite a high cloud bank again, but some shreds of, uh, of visib- well, really good visibility, but that high cloud bank showing some promise as well there too, with a, well, a a daily outlook of looking for a high of minus two in the Alpine, but as low as minus eight, pretty cool right now. Looking at minus five at Pig Alley, minus five at the Roundhouse, minus 10 at Whistler Peak. And what are we looking at? Minus eight at Seventh Heaven with some pretty moderate winds, um, moderate to light winds looking at 40 Ks an hour out on seventh uh, on average. So a little, little less than that on the peak with some sort of southerly wind directions expected over the weekend and hopefully some snow on Sunday. Initial forecast was saying 20 to 30 centimetres. That isn't looking like the case and we're looking for a high freezing level or rather higher, looking at about 1,300 metres on Sunday, but hopefully as much as 15 centimetres across the day and through the night into Monday morning. But that's because we've got a bit of a high pressure system still sticking around and uh, let's have a look at the rundown here. It was a really quite a nice summary um, f- because this ridge of high pressure is expected to keep things dry and to bring a bit more sunshine today. And then some variable, a variable cloud over the weekend with temperatures remaining fairly seasonal to mild under these lighter winds as well, but some occasional flurries potentially return, uh, like I said, Sunday uh, with that high pressure moving eastwards. However, on another forecast here, Mm-hmm. Saying that we're going to have some uh, some more moderate to strong winds come Saturday and Sunday, uh, so uh, with our even higher freezing level forecast. So yeah, 
Yeah, got some mixed reports here happening for the weekend. Hmm. So, but not really expecting tribulations until Sunday. So you can plan for that. At least you'll be probably skiing groomers until then, or really hunting for some pockets. If you are heading into the backcountry, your AVI advisory is still moderate in Alpine, low in treeline and below treeline, but expected to return to moderate in both of those elevation groups, treeline and below treeline tomorrow. And with, of course, cornices still being asked to give, uh, well, to minimize your exposure under and wind slabs too. Remaining a concern at upper elevations, especially on northerly aspects. So look for denser, deeper drifts near ridgecrests and rollovers as well to pay particular attention to if you're heading out that way. Mm, yeah, some couple stories from the backcountry to mention shortly, but let you tell me tell you see if there's anything more I've really missed from the mountain report here. Mm, not really, not really much I want to tell you for today. Like I said, uh, light from the southwest winds currently in the Alpine uh, to moderate winds there, minus ten at the peak. So, yeah, I'd, I'd dress a little cooler in the morning unless uh, you're waiting like me to go up a little later where it should be warmer and hopefully as warm as minus two in spots. Yeah, sunshine yesterday was glorious, huh? I enjoyed it from the valley. I hope you did too. But I want to let you know about valley weather. So it was a really warm seven degrees in the valley yesterday. Hope you worked on getting rid of your goggle tans. Mine is coming up. But today we're due a mix of sun and cloud. Hopefully this cloud dissipating this high uh, cloud bank moving through and we'll get a bit more sunshine later on today and a high of seven degrees again expected with tomorrow a mix of sun and cloud and apparently a high of 11. That's right. The first time we'll hit double digits. We'll see if it happens. 11 degrees due to be our high tomorrow, but we're on Sunday, a return of those showers and a bit of rain. What with those uh, with those accumulations on the mountain? So expect some rain and showers on Sunday with a high of seven degrees, but some moderate temperatures overnight. We've been having minus eight overnights um, this week, but minus two tonight, zero, and then minus two come Saturday and Sunday with sort of cloudy nights really expected. Hmm. Sunrise is at 6.32. That'll be changing. The clocks go forward. Don't forget, I'm sure your phone will do it for you, but the clocks go forward. Spring forward on Saturday night at 2 a.m. Tonight's sunset is at 11 minutes past uh, 6. I nearly said 8. Oh, boy. Crikey. For your roads, they're very dry and clear for you this morning. The sun is up. Not many cars on the roads this morning. I expect that to be different uh, later on today. It's a Friday. Expect more traffic incoming and, of course, across the weekend, on the roads for you, even though it's not, it won't be as bad as last week. What with all the powder, uh, who knows? It's going to be somewhat sunny, so expect uh, with, with spring break too for uh, Ontario this week for the town to be a lot busier with cars and traffic. Hmm. We do some maintenance happening for your day today that could affect your drive if you're heading southbound, and that's southbound uh, on Highway 99 and northbound around Lions Bay and Ocean Point Drive. There's some rock scaling happening on. On the northbound part of the road there by Alliance Bay with a right lane closure. That's today up until 5.30 p.m. And then there's some road maintenance happening southbound until 5.30 p.m. today as well with a right lane closure around the same direction. But nothing major happening here. Come Monday, we're going to be having some road maintenance work kicking off between Spring Creek Drive and Nordic Drive. And that will be from 9 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. on weekdays. That kicks off on Monday. So look for traffic personnel. Uh, control personnel and expect minor delays. Hmm. 
Oh, here we go. There's a lost set of uh, Audi keys here, found by the entrance to the Maguire FSR just south of Whistler yesterday on the Cedar Sky Road Conditions Group. If you're missing your keys to your Audi, she may well have them. There's also a Chanel dog tag on there. Okay, mm, lovely. So, uh, some news for you here for the community you might want to know about. Uh, the Nestor's Hill trails, all those bike trails, you know, like cut your bars and everything, and above Talliswood, uh, are going to be closed for the next month. There's got some fuel thinning work set to to resume. This was happening, gosh, back in the in the late summer, early fall, and it's expected to wrap this fall. So fuel thinning operations happening there uh, with heavy machinery, tree falling, and with all those interconnected trails, cut your bones, shits and giggles, uh, hands of doom, all of those so unfortunately won't be accessible i know you must be so excited what with the spring uh, around the corner all the bikers getting ready to hit those trails however fuel thinning continuing there um unfortunately so with that pretty critical infrastructure uh, to prevent the spread of wildfire in that res- in those residential areas so unfortunately you won't be riding your bike there anytime soon june you'll have to go to squamish or uh Pemby, which i know a lot of people are doing already mm. so i mentioned earlier that there were a couple things to mention from the backcountry, including the fact that Gore, uh, a buddy of mine, we did our AST1 together, it must be like eight years ago now. He's uh, He was up in the Duffy and unfortunately left uh, some nice beers and his wallet, unfortunately, in his car and it was broken into at Casper Creek on the Duffy. And that uh, wallet has been busy in Walmart, it appears, but he just wanted to let People know to, of course, not keep any of your personal belongings in your car, wherever you're driving, really. But particularly on the Duffy, there have been quite a lot of thefts. He's wondering if there could be a solution to the problem, be it car baiting or camera traps at trailheads, that kind of thing. And that getting a lot of healthy interaction online, you know, uh, from that discussion. But yeah, a reminder from him and uh, to not not just backcountry users, but anybody about keeping things in your car. Unfortunately, you know, people... uh, uh, yeah, thieves thieves are about, and it sucks. Mm. I've never watched North Shore Rescue. I don't know if you have. Have you watched it? Yeah? No? Uh, I know Curtis Cram does, but I've never watched it. But last night, well, not last night, the night before, there was a rescue actually out on Fissile from two skiers, of two skiers have been caught in the avalanche. I, and uh, the North Shore Rescue team responded, came in with one of their helicopters that can fly at night. A lot of our uh, helicopters in the valley don't have the equipment to do so. So uh, they came in. I cannot imagine how happy these two skiers would be to see the headlamps and hear the chopper coming in but they were rescued from Fizzell. However, Joel Sweet on the Whistler search and rescue team said there's still some gear left out there on Fizzell. If you ask King Fizzell over the next few days, what would it be? A popular northerly uh, aspect and objective, especially at this time of year. Keep your eyes peeled for some gear. Those two skiers are looking for it, but I bet you they are stoked to be taken out of that and over not spend the night. Wow, I'm glad they're safe. Mm. I was having a look for some events for you for over the weekend. Nothing major that I can see over this uh, this long weekend. Apparently, there's a bobsleigh pilot school happening at the Whistler Siding Centre, but that is already sold out over the weekend. I did manage to catch 
the Whistler Has Heart uh, display at Alpha Lake on Wednesday. So make sure you have a look at, because uh, it's displayed on Wednesdays from 9am to 4pm at different locations throughout Whistler until March 24th. So you can still catch it next week on what will be St. Patrick's Day. So that's all for Wednesday next week in case I forget. But there are some birthday shout outs coming your way for the weekend. And it's Squishy's birthday on Sunday, aka Keisha and Habib. And we're born in the same year, bud. Happy birthday to you, Keisha. I hope you have a wonderful day. I know you're starting a new job on Monday, so don't get too cloudy. Don't get too sandy. <laughs> Leisha Nelson also has her birthday and Logan Smith comes Sunday. But a couple people... Oh, sorry. Is that tomorrow? No, that's tomorrow. Happy birthday for tomorrow. But a couple birthdays for you today locally. Helen Bradford, she's actually... Uh, it's her birthday today. She lives in Squamish now, but you still count as a Whistlerite. Happy birthday to you. And with, along with Reggie, I'm sure you know Ryan Robinson, such a wonderful bloke and photographer. It's his birthday today too. I'm loving looking at the photos that pop up here for our memories, Reggie. I really hope we get to get together for a beer outside and safely soon, you know, when uh, time allows. So happy birthday, buddy. Have one for me. Andrea Bischoff, it is your birthday today too. Happy birthday. And ex Whistlerite Erin Walker, if you remember her, she worked at Coast Mountain Photography for a time. She's back in NZ, but happy birthday to you, Erin. If this message gets to you somehow, I hope you have a cracker of a day. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe Reggie will be heading to Stinky's on the stroll today for a drink. I hope so. You'll probably get yourself a birthday shot too, but uh, that's because Stinky's on the stroll has some great, great trivia. As always, some daily throwback facts for you, including this one that from 1894. Did you know Coca-Cola was sold in bottles for the first time in a candy store in Vicksburg, Mississippi on March 12th, 1894? There you go. Hmm. Apparently, uh, the NHL, no, I don't want to remind you of that fact because that's from last year and that's, uh, yeah, not, but that's pretty boring. Anyway, 1994 on March 12th, the Church of England ordained its first ever 33 female priests. That's pretty cool, uh, in a way, I guess. Uh, 1930 on this day, Mahatma Gandhi began his famous 200 mile protest march against the widely hated British salt tax. Yeah. Kicked off on this day in March 12th, though, 1642, Abel Tasman was the first European to sight New Zealand, viewing the northwest coast of the South Island. In fact, I've uh, sea kayaked through there. They have these amazing, huge green-lipped mussels, and it's a beautiful, beautiful part of New Zealand, as a lot of, well, all of it is, really. But yeah, really tasty mussels. Well, that's what uh, Abel Tasman discovered, that beautiful corner of New Zealand in uh, March 12th, 1642. Hmm. Something happened with the Ostrogoths on this day in Rome as well in 538 BC, uh, sorry, AD, but never mind. There is one fact here I wanted to share as well from 1881. I don't know if you'll believe this, but Andrew Watson, he made his Scotland debut as the world's first black international football player and captain on this day in 1881. Well, congrats, Andrew Watson, uh, posthumously. Well, what a hell of an achievement at that time. Wow, 1881. So I have something planned for today, a little different. I don't unfortunately have a local lounge guest, you know, trying to do all the uh, the marketing, Insta and rounding up of uh, and getting interview content and everything else. That's a one woman show. If you ever want to help... <laughs> 
let me know. <laughs> but instead of having the local lounge today, I've been, uh, yeah, just busy and, and whatnot. And so trying to get more of that our way next week. But I've got a question and a four pack of beer from Coast Manor to give away. I've got two Power Pilsners along with two Hope You're Happy IPAs. Super tasty. And, you know, you could get a session of four pack, go the IPA, go back to the Pilsner. Anyway, but I want you to answer this question. It's about Whistler. If you get it right, send me an email. I want the events via email because I don't check my Facebook over the weekend. So get at me with the whistlepulse at gmail.com with the answer to this question. Trapper John Miller. Okay. He's the namesake of Miller Creek down in Function Junction. He arrived in Whistler back in the early 1900s when it was then still called Alter Lake. But as rumor has it, he may have fled the US because he was wanted by Texas Marshals. What crime was he reportedly wanted for? Okay. Was it fraud? Was it armed robbery? Was it murder? Was it arson? I want your answer. Get at me, thewhistlepulse at gmail.com and you will win yourself a delicious tasty four pack from Coastman and Brewing. Beautiful. Okay. Let me know. So I'm going to round it up for our Friday for you here and, uh, and I can get back to bed. I know. Sorry. I just really need the sleep. Hopefully that doesn't come across today. Anyway, I'm blabbing. Why didn't the vampire attack Taylor Swift? Because she had bad blood. Ooh, nice. I've got a joke for a track for you here too. I bumped into good buddy um, Colin. You know, Colin has a wonderful collection of 45s from the 60s. He went through sort of a blues and then, a, well, a ska, then a blues and then a reggae uh, phase. He's originally from Ireland, but uh, has some band records from the BBC we were trying to get into talking about last night when he and the lovely Aaron came in for dinner. But instead, I'm going to give you a bit of a banger for you, Friday. This is from Northeast Party House. Okay, they're a band out of Melbourne. I know I often have a bit of Aussie music taste, but can't help it. They produce some wonderful music. Well, this uh, track I'm recommending for you today was off their Dare album that came out in 2016, and the track's called "For You." Okay, oh my gosh, great tune, and I've been listening to a lot over the past kind of couple years. But hope it puts a puts a, st- a springy step. Yeah, some smile on your dial, all that kind of thing. So Northeast party house their track for you hope you enjoy it today and uh hope that joke wasn't too bad oh boy have a fantastic weekend and uh, enjoy some sun a bit of snow oh, i've got it all coming away welcome to spring hey and enjoy having one hour less of sleep on sunday or maybe like me you'll have another sleep in but anyway have a wonderful weekend i'll stop blabbing have a good one take care take her easy and get at me with the answer to that question about uh john miller i want to know and you can win yourself a tasty four pack oh beer from Coast Mountain. But if you don't win, you can always get one from Stinkies on the Stroll. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.